The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back into it at Tower 2, it's Hale Varsity Radio. We're live at the Single Barrel, getting ready for Nebraska-Michigan. He's getting ready for the golf course and then more college football. It's Gary Barnett. Coach, how are we doing? Doing well, Chris. Just watching this football season unfold, it's, it's, it's a crazy cool year, I think. It, it is awesome, and there's been some Dion fatigue. There's been a lot of Dion love, but there's been excitement, Coach, because, you know, the Buffs are – are new. You've got some teams that that are newer. Washington's one of them that folks are excited about. Uh, just a couple that stick out that are are uh, you know trying to plant their flag. You still got Georgia and Michigan. Let me ask you to start off. Who's been the wow team for you? Who's who's impressed you the most, either in person or watching all the games you do? Who's who's most impressive so th- so far at the quarter turn? Well. Chris, I, I knew last year that Washington was really good. And, um, you know, I, I think they're putting that on display. I think, uh, you know, Oregon up front and close to what those guys could do last week, I think they're really good. You know what? Missouri is a big surprise. I, I You know, I do a show in Kansas City. And in those three teams, Kansas, Kansas State, and Missouri, they've lost one game, and that's because they played – one another in one of those games so there, there's uh two teams four and all one team three and one um i think florida state's been impressive um so i you know i watched the notre dame game uh you know notre dame so in my mind deserved to win that game but not the way they finished it and the uh coaching errors hurt that but you know it's it's been fun to watch uh just these teams uh, come on the scene, you know, and of course I'm happy for Colorado, but you know, we're, we're, we're not in that category of those teams that can, you know, finish this out as strongly as we started, but there's a lot that seem to be able to do that. Well, you've got just pretty elite quarterback play. I was a gutsy win by Ohio state. Uh, and, and I thought Notre Dame was, was impressive. We, we got done with our, weather delay and then got done with our post game and then got to watch the final fourth quarter coach Barnett and and what a what a finish <laughs> I mean what an absolute finish I can imagine the atmosphere uh we've got news today about Nebraska doing a South Stadium renovation and just upgrades to Memorial Stadium what's just the the craziest most awesome atmosphere you've ever been involved with oh gosh uh I'll tell you, playing at Penn State, or uh, excuse me, Ohio State, Penn State's cool too. Mm-hmm. Playing at Penn State, Wisconsin is crazy. It's it's always crazy every year. Uh, Florida State with the tomahawk coming out, that was crazy. Um, you know, Lincoln was Lincoln was always fun. Uh, you know, the game in 1990 when we had to come from behind and in the rain and the sleet was a great atmosphere. Um, they're really, they're all over the place, um, actually. But uh, 
I, I, you know, the Big Ten playing in Ohio State and playing at Wisconsin were really difficult. As a as a college student, I got to get to South Bend about twenty three years ago when touchdown Jesus and in, in Notre Dame was painted red. Nebraska won in the overtime. That's kind of my my back pocket. My my feet have not th- fault, uh, thought out yet from from the nineteen ninety game you referenced as a as a, as a junior high kid in the, in the South End Zone, and then uh, just the I, I think back to the Michigan game, just covering the game in twenty twenty one with the, the unveiling of the light show and what a what a score fest that was, and, and Nebraska didn't finish it, but what a what a great ball game to to watch and see. Nebraska didn't find a way, but it was. It's up there, and it, it just doesn't feel that way this week, Coach. I mean, the, the, the buzz is minimal. There's almost a reservation of, well, shoot, here comes Michigan, and they're really, really good, and Nebraska's not there yet. Uh, do you feel that as a coach, if, if there's not as much buzz out there, if it's perceived to be a, a mismatch? You know, I don't. I I sort of liked it when there wasn't as much buzz because that, that, <laughs> meant, that meant they weren't. Uh, you know what? They weren't respect. Uh, I always played the respect card in that situation. There's no buzz because we're not worthy. So uh, you know, I I liked it that way. What do you think of of the tactics you've seen, and then the responses by some of the coaches uh, with keeping score or receipts? As, as to what's being said about the programs uh, from a motivational standpoint? Well, I, I, uh, I always kept receipts, but I didn't tell anybody about them. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I didn't need that publicity, but I, every coach keeps receipts, if that's the term we're going to use, but everybody does. I don't care what they say, but they don't, uh, you know, when you, when you start talking about them, then you're hoping to, uh, that they'll shut up a little bit, but uh, you know, I, everybody keeps their receipts. Trust me. Did you ever have any receipts on Nebraska? You know, I'd have to think about that, Chris. Um, You're like next question. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. You know, I, I don't remember what they were, but uh, uh, I just remember in 2001 when I think I heard Frank say we had to change our practice because uh, of how physical Colorado was that, that gave me a big edge mentally. I, I said, you know, when they have to change their practice for you and you got an advantage. So. Well, coach, let's talk. How's practice been this week for Colorado? SC comes in. Well, they're pretty banged up. Uh, Colorado is is banged up. And so it's, uh, you know, they've been grinding, uh, you know, they were embarrassed by the performance last week and they know they got their, their butts kicked. And, and so they're just trying to make the best that they can, you know, they up front, both sides of the ball is, is where their challenges are. Uh, I don't know what can be done there. You can scheme it a little bit, both sides, you can bring a little more pressure to help out. Um, but their answers, uh, I won't know until Saturday and, you know, I it, it's always a fine line as to how much you change uh, because you do have an area that you've got to cover up or or do some things to shore up. So it, it's just that uh, you know, in their case, um, you know, they got I think two or three defensive backs down. That makes it tough. They struggle with the inside run. They struggle with the with being able to run the ball inside as well. 
So, uh, you know, do you give up on it and just say, oh, let's do something else? Or do you say, no, I'm going to pound this thing? I, I, I think you scheme it a little bit. You do some things that guys are capable of, not try to do things that they're not capable of. And, um, and then go from there and then, you know, try to do some things that, uh, maybe they haven't seen before, but you, they, they have to execute better than they did. Shadur held the ball for a long time. They, they could not scramble out of the pocket because Oregon did such a good job on the edge. So it was, uh, you know, they, and that was because their tackles were, were getting walked off the ball. So it's, uh, it's not an easy solution when you're, when you're uh, playing shorthanded in, in a couple spots. Coach, you, you hit on something. Gary Barnett with us, Hale Varsity Radio, live at the Single Barrel. You do what they're capable of, and Nebraska's shifted a bit to more quarterback run. There's been a lot of option, not a lot of pitches with the option, but pitches uh, could could still be a factor with that uh, that option game. And Nebraska has kind of embraced the quarterback run. Harburg's won two games here. And that is something Nebraska's embraced. They're they're being physical, and I mean we're talking forty-one power pitch with Grant. I mean it's it's plays from the eighties and nineties. It's To's playbook here, and I think Rule's gone to that because he likes what Nebraska is. He thinks they're capable of being a downhill running team versus more of a, uh, a I don't want to say pro style, but a pass first team. And, and that's something that I'm interested to see how it, it matches up against Michigan. What do you think of Jimbo's team and, and this Michigan squad? Does Nebraska have a puncher's chance? Well, of course they do. You know, stat-wise, they're not that far apart. Uh, they're both playing good run defense. And uh, I agree with what Matt's done. Um, you know, play to your – play to your strengths they can run the ball they've got two quarterbacks you know the pitch if the pitch hasn't happened it's just because it hasn't been forced and so they're saying let's let the quarterback beat us with his legs and uh you know they've they've won two games doing that but um there i think you there's better than a puncher's chance all the stats show that uh you know there's that, that you know michigan isn't overwhelming on offense you know they're they're only 405 yards a game. Uh, you know, they're rushing for 167 yards a game. That's not overwhelming. And so, uh, you know, yards allowed, there's not that much difference in this, these two teams. So I think if, you know, if Nebraska really wants to win this game and they can keep it close to the vest and get to the fourth quarter, they can win this game. Now the odds are, you know, 18 points. That's a, that's a spread. That's what it started out. I have no idea what it is today, but you know, that's not undoable. So I, I think you've got to say, we've got a chance going into this thing. The question mark coach is about Nebraska's passing game. And it's not that they can't throw it. It's just the, the inconsistency of it. And uh, I love play action. Nebraska has been vulnerable with their got with their tackles when they've done play action, but you can do some pretty, maddening things can't you to to a defense off of option play action i mean i i loved watching it growing up and i know you and nebraska both ran a lot of play action off option looks well when you run the option you see you're going to see pretty much the same defense all the time and so it it makes it simpler to attack it and really the better you run the the better you should be able to throw they complement each other 
And it doesn't work the other way. The more you can run, the better, or more you can pass, the better you can run. But it does work the other way, that the better you are at running the ball, the more open your receivers become because everybody wants and knows that they need to stop the run. When you assault the belly of a defense, you demoralize the other team. And if you can do that, then that team is not going to sit there and let you do it. They're going to bring an extra guy in, and now you got one-on-one coverage or you've got one guy out of the secondary that's not in coverage. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's complimentary. And uh, if you are efficient enough at running the football, you force those changes. Gary Barnett with us. Coach, we'll do some rapid fire before we get you out. Friday night, Utah's at Oregon State. What a ball game in Wazoo. A little too much Cougar, and uh, they are unbeaten, but Oregon State gets to host Utah. That line right now is minus three and a half beeves. Yeah, you know, that's going to be a heck of a game, and uh, I really can't wait to watch it. And, you know, I gotta, I love Utah. I really do, but I love Oregon State as well, and those are two rough-and-tumble football teams. Uh, Oregon State may be an advantage because it's home. That's where the three points comes from. But it's hard to bet against Utah. I'm gonna, I, I would go with Utah on this thing. I just think they're too physical. Are you taking the points? Northwestern for two in a row. They're underdog 27 points to Penn State. No, I think Penn State's overwhelming right now. I think they're really good. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Penn State wins this handily. Florida's on the road at Kentucky, minus one, Wildcats. Well, if you're playing at home, you should have a three-point advantage if all things are easy or even. Uh, so they're saying they aren't even. Um, I, I, You know, Florida, I keep wanting to bet on Florida because they have great athletes. But, man, they let me down all the time except against Tennessee. But I am the, I'd pick Florida in this game, I think. We were all off on, on Tennessee. I wanted to go Gators, but I didn't have the guts to do it. Uh, Georgia's yeah. at, uh, at Auburn. Bulldogs, uh, 14 and a half on the road at the Plains. Yeah, Auburn's not ready yet. Uh, Georgia, this is Georgia's time to really, you know, show something, and I think they will. 17's the number. Michigan, 230 kickoff. Lincoln, Fox. Do you take the points if uh, if you're a Husker fan? Uh, with your money, yeah, yeah, I would. How about mama? How about mama's money? How about my money? How about mama? Mama's. I don't think so. Mama's money. Mama's money. Know. Yeah, I think if I were a Nebraska fan, I'd take the points. But just out here watching, I think I'll stay with Michigan. Okay, Kansas, Texas. I love Coach Lance and uh, uh, Texas minus sixteen and a half. I think that's too many points. These two, both this this team's good. Kansas is good, and, uh, you know, they're not afraid of Texas. So uh, I think that's probably about right. Mm -hmm. Texas is really good. I think if there's one team that's playing really well, it's Texas. But, you know, their numbers aren't aren't out, aren't crazy. Mm -hmm. And Kansas's are pretty crazy. So I think this is uh, the point. If you take the points in Kansas, I think you got a real chance here. Ole Miss trying to bounce back. What a job by Saban. LSU survived. It's minus two and a half LSU on the road. Yeah, I, I like LSU. Mm-hmm. I do. Last one is Notre Dame in trouble. They're at Duke. Duke looks really good. Notre Dame's favored by six. Uh, I think that's about the right spread. 
I think uh, that they're they're probably win this game by about six. So it's your choice, but uh, uh, Notre Dame will bounce back, mm-hmm. I think. But uh, that was a tough loss, you know, and, and some of that was coaching. So, mm-hmm. uh, but Eckler's doing a good job. That quarterback's really a good player, and they they really are going to relish this limelight game. So, I think it's about right, six points. Coach, have a good weekend. Enjoy Colorado USC. Thanks for the time. You bet, Chris. Great being with you.